This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Kat Wellington. And my name is Emily Proctor. Today we are celebrating. It's a really big day. I don't know if it's like the actual day, but it's it's the time. 24 hours off. It's fine. Okay. Well, today is one year of this podcast. Woo! Yay! Which is fucking crazy. It is. Can't believe it's still going, to be honest. I know. (laughs) I always like tried to like envision like what it would look like if this was to like fizzle out, but I can't really picture that right now so I feel like that's a good a good thing yeah I think if it you know like it fizzles it would be like a situational thing not because, do you know what I mean like just yeah like physical location we'd have we to figure out a better zoom yeah if, I, if we don't live near each other anymore but anyway thank you guys we owe you guys the world so thank you so much for listening we would not be here for a year if there wasn't people listening no, that would be really fucking embarrassing literally so true I remember when you and I first we like released our first episode, we we're like, you know what? Like, even if like a hundred people listen, like, yeah, that's it's totally fine. And then I remember we hit like one thousand listens in that first day, and I was like, what the fuck? Well, that, so weird. and it was crazy because we are so excited to hit a thousand. I know, and now, but here we are, and here we are getting millions, listening. millions of plays per each millions episode, millions of plays <laughs> and millions of dollars. <laughs> Keep sharing it with your friends. Maybe some other people will like it. Maybe some other people will hate it. And that's fine too. And it's com- yeah. It I feels mean, good to be able to say that we're um, small business owners, though. But I don't want to actually like take away from like the real small business owners. But we are. I mean, literally support small businesses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um. Anyway, today is Sunday. It is. We just got home from New York yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're dragging a bit, it's but a not even in, in like a hungover way. Just a. Uh, Exhaustion. Sunday exhaustion way. Way, yeah. We were up. You were up late last night. I was shocked. Dude, I know. I didn't go to bed until like after one, which is I, so unlike me. I woke up to a text from you, which has Whoa. never happened to me maybe in my life, or well, at I, least in years. After I got back from your house, I like laid in bed for a little bit and fell asleep watching TikToks and then woke up at like 11.45, panicked because I hadn't washed my face. Um, washed my face, which kind of like gave me like a little bit jolt of energy. I would have just gone right back to bed. I've gotten to the point which is like insane where I cannot go to sleep unless I wash my face, hmm. which is I'm having a weird thing where I can't really go to sleep unless I shower. Ooh, I get that. But I've never been like that. I was trying to explain it to Elena mm-hmm. and I'm having a weird thing about I've never I'm like developing new. I had to Google whether you can develop OCD later in life mm-hmm. because I'm having new. I don't know what it's from, but I. I'm becoming super aware of germs and I hate like touching my phone and then I can't eat. Oh, like, wow. Like I can't be on my phone while eating kind of thing. I'm so glad you're letting me know just in case I do something like gross in front of you. or like, No, it's not even like it's not your a tr- items. It's not a triggering thing, really. It's just I for some reason I'm becoming like hyper aware of it mm-hmm. and then I can't get in bed and I've never I literally spend most of my life in my bed <laughs> like or I have yeah. at least. And I get in whatever clothes in bed. I haven't been able to do that. It's weird. I, yeah, used to, like, in college. Oh, thinking about my habits in college. That's really, like, literally what I'm referring to. Yeah. Disgusting. I would eat every meal in my bed. 
I would do everything in my bed. I would get in in like my outdoor clothes, like clothes I would wear to class. Of course. I'd fully come back in, just get, get under the in, covers. Under the covers, in the sheets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But now I cannot imagine doing that. Well, I've always known people are like that. Like that's a thing. Like no outside clothes mm-hmm. in the bed. But I've never, ever... I'm always like, come on. When I first realized there were people like that, I was like, why the, who the fuck cares? I know. But now I'm like, maybe it's I'm just on your a getting side. older thing. Or maybe it was because of COVID, like germs. Yeah. I like. So I never gave a fuck about any like illness or anything. Didn't care about sharing literally anything. I mean, or we bacteria, talked about this. Yeah. yeah. In college, you would just share bottles of liquor with random people at mm-hmm. college parties and vapes. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Ugh so gross didn't matter who it was yeah but here we are no outside clothes on my bed (laughs) please (laughs) yeah i don't know something about me i I showered last night like before i went to bed because i was like i still have new york on me oh yeah i can't even like put like my i have i feel uncomfortable putting my like big jackets like my winter jackets on my bed like placing them on my bed when i take them off feeling that way about jackets too because i'm like i don't wash my puffer yeah of course so but it's disgusting then. My, Especially my long one. I literally sit my ass on it like a cushion. I was getting grossed out about my suitcase wheels having to go into my bedroom after being on the streets of New York. And me Because my as suitcase well. goes underneath my bed. So I was like, ew, now I have to bring this into my room. I'm, I've been feeling <laughs> disgusting about suitcases. And I, that's also why I washed my Vera Bradley because I was feeling disgusting about my Vera. That was crazy. Did it come out like brighter? No. Like, more colorful? But someone did comment. Oh, for context, if you didn't see my video, I was... Um, when I like went viral a couple at this point, like a year or so ago, we were still in our old house. Yeah. A while ago. We're still roomies. Yeah. More than then. a year ago. I went viral for just saying like the baddest bitches still use their via Bradley duffels. And a lot of the comments were like, um, yeah, I love mine so much because I can just throw it in the wash after <laughs> I use it. And I was like, oh shit, that's not why I love mine. Like I just love it. And I realized that you could do that. I had never washed mine in my whole, I probably owned it. Like I did the math. It's probably been like 15 years yeah sounds about right um so i finally washed it and i someone did comment that i should have like done it in the tub with chemicals to see everything come out of it all that and i wish i did but i didn't no it looked the same because it's like a dark colored one but i feel better about it that's good yeah yeah i feel like smells nice less gross putting your clothes in it and the main reason i had to do it is because that was my laundry basket in california your vera (laughs) it was my dirty (laughs) clothes because i didn't have a laundry basket And I had to bring it to the laundry room because we didn't have like a washer dryer in there. Damn. I um, went on a work trip. It's a little bit of a tangent, not really. When I went on my first work trip with um, one of my coworkers, we were sharing a room. And you know how like some people are like when they go out, they're like drunk showers. Like they have to take a shower before they get in bed. Kind of like what you're yeah, describing. Yeah, I, yeah. She thought that I was one of those people because we went out the first night of our conference and like came back and it was like 4 a.m. at this point and I got into the shower like didn't end up going to bed until five and she thought I was like one of those people and I was trying to explain to her that I'm not I just felt so fucking disgusting (laughs) so but now I'm like kind of now after having this conversation I feel like I might be one of those people yeah it's just I just never saw it coming for me that's yeah. all I, mean. <laughs> I It's completely normal behaviors, I feel like. I just, for me, I've always been... Yeah, just growing up and forming healthy habits. I mean, in college, I'd wear my makeup for five days straight. Like, the same mascara. Yeah, but this is, like, happening to me in, like, the past couple of months. Oh. Like, it's weird. Well, yeah. Okay. No, I think it's all normal. I'm just saying I've, I've never been aware of germs mm-hmm. until literally the past couple of months. Or not aware. Like, I never cared, I guess. 
So that's that on me. Are you going to become one of those people? Like, am I going to be allowed to like drink out of your water bottle? In the yeah future? yeah okay, cool. for sure I, I don't care about that cool. yet. <laughs> yet i'll let you yeah. know if it develops for right now <laughs> that's like situationally sometimes you have to do that it like depends on who's gonna use my water bottle yeah there are some people i'm like mm. please don't i don't know what it is it's not even a hygiene thing it's like it's just something about them i can't explain <laughs> it <laughs> I know exactly who you're thinking of um but <laughs> <laughs> we went to new york yeah. for like less than 48 hours um, just for a girl's night. And it was so much fun. It seriously was great. It was like the perfect amount of time. Maybe because I only envisioned us. Like I couldn't picture us staying there for an extra night, even though we thought about it. We did think about extending. It yeah. felt really good for about 30 minutes. And then we were like, oof, Ooh. getting kind of tired. We're exhausted. Yeah, it was nice. We got in uh, pretty early Friday. Um, went to this super... Super, super good lunch place. Um, oh, we saw Alexis from Schitt's Creek at oh, lunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Emily, that. we walked by Alexis. What's her real name again? Just to not. Fuck. Um, you looked it up. Annie? Annie. Some, it starts with an S, I think. Anyway, right. we are at this place getting lunch. And she walked by us. And she gave me like a woman smile, which was so nice. Yeah. For, especially from a celeb. And I, so I just smiled back as a woman, like a soft smile, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I, when I was smiling back, I processed it was her. And I was like, Emily, that's Alexis from Schitt's Creek that we just walked by. And she was like, no, it's not. She was <laughs> gaslighting me. And she's like, I've never seen a celebrity before. So I forced Emily to go back and look at her in her booth. Not in like a weird, she didn't see us. She didn't see us at all, yeah. And because the server was like, yes, it's her. And so I was like, Emily, you have to. Yeah, just, I was like, just lay eyes on her. The server was like listening to us go like back and forth. There was like Emily three was of like, them Cat. too. And I, was, I also... <laughs> Thank God I didn't realize Elena and Casey had also seen her. She had just held the door for them to go to the bathroom. And so I thought I was going to have to, because, okay, one no, you time. You thought no one was going to believe yes, you. Yes, I thought no one was going to believe me. Because yeah. one time when we were in New York when we were younger, um, Connor, my brother, saw a woman from 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I'm like, it wasn't her. <laughs> so I thought I was going to have that situation. But anyway, I was glad it was confirmed. And I, just, I love her, so it was a good one to see. I'm just so good at spotting. I don't know. I guess I just don't. They look so different in person. I don't know. I can't explain it. You're so good at spotting? No, I'm We're, not good oh, at spotting. okay. Did I say I'm so I mean, good? I would have never spotted if we didn't, like, because she was sitting in her table. I never would have seen her then. We just but happened to be up when she was going her. to the bathroom. Yeah. So, her I name's mean. Annie Murphy, by the way. Annie Murphy. Looked it up. Love her. Yeah, it was really exciting. After that, I was staring every single person we walked past on the streets in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see a Jimmy Fallon lookalike, but that was about the closest <laughs> we got to seeing someone That's horrible. else. Um, I thought like the place that we went to um, Friday night, I was like, oh, like, this is kind of like underground. Like maybe yeah. this would be like a cool place to see like a C-list or like a D-list celebrity, you know? I feel like you could definitely like see someone, someone from there. like a reality Mm-hmm. TV show or something. I could so see them going there. Oh, you've seen, um, I don't know oh, if you'd say D-list. Yeah. But the Love is Blind people. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and Deep T. Well, Deep T, that's a rumor. He wasn't actually with her, I don't think. But I couldn't really oh, get a good... Oh, is it just him? I couldn't really get a good look at oh, the woman. Right. Um, but yeah, it was definitely him. And I didn't even notice him. My coworker did. <laughs> so, whatever. But You're just not very observant, I guess. No, I guess I'm not. And I feel like that's something that like I should... That's a trait I should have. No, it's okay. You're just living in the moment. I guess so. I think the only other one I've seen 
is the girl from Made, Margaret Margaret Qualley quit. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I don't know who that is. So. I only know because I had just watched the show and sobbed at it. Aww. And oh, the then I saw really her in Paris. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, New York was super fun. Friday, went to a lunch spot called Parker and Quinn. So I didn't, where was that technically? Like where? Like Midtown, I don't Midtown, know. Yeah. Murray Hill, I don't know. Um, that was super good. We did some shopping. I bought my first pieces of clothing from Aritzia. I'm now an Aritzia clothing owner. Hell yeah. She brought a workout set. <laughs> super exciting. Uh, TNA bought her set. Um, yeah, I'm glad that I didn't like continue to shop because I would have wanted to like try stuff on and I didn't realize the whole like dressing room situation until you explained it to me the following day. Yeah, no mirrors in the Aritzia dressing rooms for people who have not been. That's like... Sounds it's pretty controversial. Illegal. It's like it's all over the internet too because people like beg for it, mm-hmm. and Aritzia has just been like, no. It's kind of like Brandy Melville. Like everyone's like, can we get other sizes? And they're like, <laughs> no, you fat fucks. <laughs> I just, I mean, it works. I guess. Like, it's I guess. Smart. But it's, it's what about the people weird. that have social anxiety? That's why people don't even want to. That's why people use their phones in the dressing room because you have to walk out and it's like a whole show and it's just these big ass mirrors that you can use. And then it's like a lot of other people trying on stuff and then the workers are coming up to you and they're like, that looks amazing. I'm like, this literally looks Looks like like shit. shit. Like, (laughs) yeah, don't even try me. And I've yeah, I've ended up buying the last time I was in that actually same Aritzia. They put a bunch of stuff in my dressing room that they thought I would like, and I ended up buying it. Oh, yeah. See, it works. Some of it. It works. Yeah. But we did that. Did some shopping. Came back. Uh, went to dinner at this place called Lil Frankie. So good. I wish we, um, like you had said, gotten a couple different types of meals, like different types yeah. of entrees, because we all essentially got the same thing, pretty much. Well, I think, I think sometimes when you go to a new restaurant where there's so many good options... I want to be the person that's like, let's get a bunch of different things we can all share, but it, it gets really competitive fast. Yeah. I, we've had, we've talked about that. We've talked about on this here. on the podcast. Yeah. I am slowly starting to not think like that anymore when it comes to sharing food. I don't know. Like something like happened lately where in that situation, if we were to have shared, I think it would have been okay. I think so too. Yeah. Maybe just cause it was a safe space with like our group. Yeah. Cause but. the girls next to us, what they did is they, got a couple pizzas and then a couple pastas and got to try a bunch of different things and we all just got our own individual pasta so we i was feeling a little bit left out from their experience it was also our meal we were having before we were going out so i wasn't trying to like make myself feel like shit you know what i mean yeah if we weren't going out i feel like we would have ordered so much food oh yeah sure i would have liked a dessert maybe oh yeah there's probably great dessert their espresso martinis were like honestly not good at all but Food was amazing. Vibes, ah, oh, so nice inside. I personally enjoyed my espresso martini. Really, I didn't know that. I mean, it was fine. It's just creamy. I don't like the creamy ones. I know you don't. Yeah, but I think that's preference. I want to taste the liquor. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it made my stomach hurt so bad. I had to diarrhea in the club. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't know. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, because I so then we went to like a cool bar after that. And like a cool small bar with literally a one, which is makes sense. It's New York, but a one bathroom for everyone in the bar Mm -hmm. and in the middle of the bar as well. Mm -hmm. And no lighting in the bathroom, just a candle, very 
cool. It was so too. weird. The two stalls, one was pitch black. Wait, was there was two? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I only saw one. That's fine. They had like, like there was two doors next to each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One could have been closed every time you went, but. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, that's not a safe space for me to take a, <laughs> to have a situation. <laughs> yeah. So then we were, luckily the first people at the club, which was really kind of embarrassing but also worked out perfectly for me because I could take my time in the bathroom yeah before everyone started to arrive I think it was great I would rather be early and not wait in line and literally be in a bar an hour before everyone else shows up rather than go late and have to wait in line I agree I think embarrassing is the wrong word we're just like we're like what do we do yeah (laughs) while we sit here luckily there was four other people in there before we got there but we were literally like four of or five of eight people total <laughs> people are probably picturing this hilariously because i'm saying club <laughs> oh yeah but it was like a small room it's like an underground so it wasn't like, speakeasy for new york people what's it called 205 yeah club. so it wasn't like we were in a massive fucking i'm like when i think of club i think it's big. the size of our studio yeah it was teeny tiny honestly it reminded me of the college bar that kyle used to work at not the second one the first one the cellar yeah yeah that's like such a scary name for a bar i mean it's underground yeah i guess i um, used to bounce at that bar yeah and bartend i always forget about that but some people had replied <laughs> some people replied to my story and they were like the one of you guys holding drinks and they were like but did you get these for free oh yeah um, and we did kind of manifest. We did get free drinks uh, we did get a lot of free the drinks. lunch place we went to the guy brought us our server brought us free shots it was also like 12 30 and he said it just like fit our vibe which i thought was interesting because i was shocked i don't know I what vibe bathroom. i didn't know what vibe we were giving off but you were still in the bathroom when i came back to the table because i didn't see him bring him either mm-hmm. and i saw them on the table and i just had i couldn't explain it. i just had a gut feeling that he was gonna give us either like a round of drinks for free or shots for free like i could just i could just feel it yeah you know, I know what you mean um so that was nice and then since we were five of eight people at the club when we first got there the bartender also gave us free shots which was nice yeah do you remember that yeah i do remember that yeah and i almost because it was tequila it was tequila yeah and i almost died Mm -hmm. and then i had the bartender personally had the bartender in my pocket all night i personally did as well (laughs) because he gave me more free shots um and free drinks throughout the night which was nice I had one point at the bar where I was next to this girl who got like genuinely mad at me because he like skipped over her because I was just ordering I was ordering Bud Lights which is hilarious but I I can't only drink so much liquor so I had to switch at some point but I was ordering Bud Lights so he could just sling them it was easy yeah so he Mm -hmm. was kind of skipping over people and she like gave me the dirtiest look and was like shocked like actually he would pass over her and I was like so funny annoyed she was blonde and now I'm a brunette so yeah. I felt uncomfortable how was that. your first weekend out as a brunette um feel any different I feel <laughs> I still think of myself as blonde yeah so then I get shocked when every time I see I'm a brunette I only got hit on I think like once so it wasn't really enough for me yeah so I think I need to go back to blonde for male, no. for male validation purposes. No, I'm just kidding. I felt good. <laughs> I liked like I like being done up with it. Yeah. And having the difference. Like I liked being in a cute outfit and mm-hmm. having hair and makeup done. It felt good. When you first got your hair done the next morning, like and you looked at yourself in the mirror, like did you forget you went brunette? And yeah. Did it, like kind of like 
you're like, whoa. And now I know why you use tanning drops every day because yeah. I haven't used them in a while. Mm-hmm. And I it didn't even last night because my acne is so bad right now that I needed to just get my put my acne stuff on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to like tan immediately. It's it's some people, yeah, it's not kind to be pale and dark featured. I mean, pale is fine. I guess I was just like, sh- it was just shocking. Because mm-hmm. anyway, some people, probably offending some people. No, some people pull it off. I personally, I don't feel good when I'm pale. Yeah. I feel so much more confident when I'm tan. It's a personal thing. Mm, yeah. So Saturday, 205, super fun. Got super packed. We stayed there for like five hours. Yeah, I know. The music was so good. I loved it. Um, the like club sirens that the DJ would play were like fucking hilarious. So they were making me laugh. Yeah, it like, also started boring rain, so we couldn't go anywhere. It's not like yeah. we were going to bar hop. Do you remember the, uh, like, fog machines that, like, blasted at some point? Yeah, points? of course I do. Scared the shit out of me because he didn't do it for, like, the first, like, three hours and then randomly did it, like, at 1 a.m. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, hadn't done it all night. Yeah. Oh, my God, it scared me. It was shocking because, yeah, it wasn't consistent. It didn't really make sense for what was going on. No, not at all. <laughs> Um, then, oh my God, yeah, I was pouring rain so we couldn't leave. Um, I almost yacked on the Uber ride home. I don't know how people, I don't know how you people like live in cities and like have to Uber to and from bars and you're just like fine with it. I'm not really affected by motion like you are. Oh my God. I was fighting for my fucking life in that Uber. Like I didn't even know that. It was so (laughs) awful. If Elena wasn't like scratching my back, I genuinely think I would have lost my mind and had to have the Uber driver pull over. I was so unaware of this situation. <laughs> where was I in terms you, of you? I don't know where anyone was in the car. I know that I was. I feel like I was probably shotgun. That feels right for me. Possibly. Did you, did you fall asleep by any chance? Because I don't remember you speaking once. I don't remember being in it. Yeah. I know I saw it on my card. Yeah. So I know that I had, that I booked it. But yeah. I was not physically, or I wasn't mentally in yeah. it. We got back to our hotel at like between 3 and 3.30. And we had two rooms for the five of us. And we all ended up like hanging out in one room we did get a noise complaint yeah i remember that which i thought was we were we were we were just chatting i mean knowing us like we were probably fucking screaming but it's not like we were like playing music or like still drinking like, we didn't even have music on we were just laying in bed like just going over the night and waiting for our taco bell also like it was only 4 a.m like relax yeah we're in the city that never sleeps come on <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah i understood why he was like the did you see the the security guard when i opened the door yeah he was like laughing yeah he, he couldn't even get it out <laughs> he, like, he was like uh you guys got an always complaint we're like okay well i like opened the door laughing because i knew like i knew exactly and he was like mm, you guys are being too loud and i was like okay say it with your chest then i was like okay we'll quiet down <laughs> he literally wanted to come in yeah. and hang out well, he probably, when I opened the door to like five girls just laying in bed. Eating Taco Bell. He probably was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This nothing, is fine. Nothing scary is going yeah. on here. Okay. We can probably stop running through our itinerary. Then we went home. Oh, no. We didn't go home. We didn't go home. We did go. I first, my first drag brunch ever and on Saturday. Is, as well. Oh. I've never been to a brunch. Oh, I didn't know that. You've been to a drag show? I've been to a drag show. Like at night. Like at a yeah. club. It seriously was so amazing we went for people in new york what's called the spot um yeah, or great. like want to go um to a drag brunch and are in new york or visiting so awesome it was in hell's kitchen i cannot it was the most random thing we booked we didn't even look into it we were looking for brunch places for saturday and it was the first thing that popped up yeah it was amazing they were super 
funny and talented and gorge gorge the food was like the food was meh but it was fine the drinks i actually thought the drinks were pretty good for unlimited yeah we paid like 60 bucks for unlimited drinks which seems like a lot but in new york is not it's not at all and you are there for like a little over two hours so i think it's totally worth it yeah and sometimes when you get unlimited and then you can do bloody marys i feel like they're really bad but i thought the bloodies were pretty good yeah no i like them it was so fun i like my cheeks hurt from like smiling when i when we walked out it was so so awesome so super interactive with the crowd yeah they did a competition with um (laughs) people that anyway people from the crowd yeah and thank god i didn't have would you have been okay up there no like yes i feel like no but i think at that point like you just you I'm have saying, to like, own you it. love that shit but i, I know. don't even you up there i would have been like i don't know so for the competition they're just pick i'm gonna just set the scene there's yeah, four please. contestants up there one of them was an old dude like in his 50s it was his birthday and then two like younger dudes in their 20s like late 20s and then an old woman who is celebrating her 65th birthday. So those are the four people <laughs> in this competition. And the first like challenge thing they had to do was they had to give their best like fake orgasm noise. Like, into a microphone. Into a microphone for everyone. And it was like, I mean, there's probably 50 people there, right? Yeah. Um, so that was really interesting. And the old woman was there with her two kids, yeah. which is just insane. The daughter literally like, got up and left when it was yeah. her mom's turn. But her mom like made it funny she didn't like actually like give like a yeah she won about it orgasm noise but um it was really good and then after that they had to do the there's two guys left and they sent the two older people back to their seats which was like thank god they did because the next two dudes had to lip sync <laughs> they had to lip sync for their dance. life lip sync and dance yeah if you're familiar with rupaul's drag race oh, is that like a term well it's like they get to the bottom two people yeah and then they have to lip sync for their life oh my god so they that's exactly what they do. They turn on a song and they do it together and they oh, can wow. like interact with each other. But at the end of the day, one person's going home. So it's like competitive yeah. and that's, it was, that's what it was. And I would be absolutely. And one guy, he was, was very outgoing, like very, um, anyway, one guy was, was the funny, stage. great. Yeah. Like you could tell he was about to literally eat and he mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. The other guy was very timid, not timid. He was a little quieter. I was worried about him. Just but a little he bit also, more shy. Yeah. He also did great. He came out. Of, oh, my God. Wow. They both like. They was, both slayed. It was amazing. It I, had, so, I was awesome. so secondhand nervous for Me that one too. guy. But then he killed it. Me but too. I yeah, I, I would not have been able to lip sync for my life. It for was, a couple of reasons. One, because I don't know the words to any songs. <laughs> Two, because I can't dance. That. <laughs> That's yeah. I, I, the lyrics would be no problem. But the dancing part, I'd have some trouble with. Um. But yeah, it was good. It was like a comedian show, com- sorry, comedy show <laughs> slash yeah. drag. Drag queens are so fucking funny. Oh, it was amazing. Can't recommend enough. Yeah, go to the spot in New York. Before the drag brunch, we were like, oh, let's stay. Like, that sounds so fun. But then afterwards, we were like, oh, my God, we're so tired. Yeah. yeah. It was like emotionally drained. They sucked it all out of me. But it was great. Uh, the last oh. thing I think we should talk about. Oh. Yeah. You can say it. Are we going to talk about Daisy Jones? Yeah. Before um, we move on. Yeah. Last night we binged the first three episodes of Daisy Jones and the Six. And if you haven't watched, run. Run to Amazon Prime. I'll give you guys my login if you don't have it. <laughs> like We used mine. I know. But still, <laughs> I feel like everyone has fucking Amazon Prime nowadays. Yeah. Um, so good. So good. I feel like 
it's all over my social media because like the algorithm knows that I've been waiting for it, but you didn't really know that much about it. So I'm wondering. No, I was just about to say, so yeah, I guess you should explain. No, I don't. It's fine. You watch too. No, but I didn't read the book. I'm just saying this has been, I'm explaining that it's a huge deal to you Mm -hmm. because you've been waiting for this for a really long time and you read the book Mm -hmm. and you really liked the book and then you went and saw Suki Mm -hmm. before she, she's one of the main people, or yeah, one of the Mm -hmm. people in the show. So like, and Emily is so obsessed with the cast that it's literally all she's been talking about, (laughs) all she's been texting about. She's like, yeah, I follow the whole cast. They're so gorgeous. So it was a huge deal. And I wanted to watch with her because she like, she could compare the book to the Mm -hmm. show, which was entertaining for me. It was so good. I think there are a bunch of things that are different, but they are still doing such a freaking good job. Yeah. And also for reference, I haven't read the book and I'm still really enjoying it. So I think everyone will like it. Yeah. The cast is really, really good. Everyone's so stunning. Um, Do you want to say what it's about? I was just about to say, yeah. It's basically just about the forming of like a 70s uh, rock band and just like how they came together and basically how it all falls apart. Um, There's like romance and a bunch of drama and the music's so good. Fleetwood Mac was an inspiration uh, for it. It's so good. Can't stress it. Can't stress it enough. The outfits are so awesome. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I did love watching the outfits. Yeah. Everyone looked great. It's so good. So the first three episodes are out. We're definitely going to be talking about it on here. So. Yeah. And also, like, literally, if you haven't read the book, you have time to read the book. It's such a quick read. Episodes are coming out on Fridays. Like. They also don't have to watch it right away. They could read and then watch it at their own pace. That's true. Do whatever you want, honestly. Don't even read the book. Don't even watch the show. (laughs) (laughs) I was planning on reading the book, but then I was just like, I really want to watch the show. I could. There's a world in where I still read it after. I think so. Yeah. For sure. Because I love the the authors, Taylor Jenkins Reid, who also, is that her name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who also wrote Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and Malibu Rising, which I've read both of those. So that was next on my list. I just hadn't gotten to it. Apparently Netflix got, this was, I saw one tweet about this, so take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> okay. Uh, Netflix got the rights to do Seven Husbands, which <sighs> I'm like not happy about worried about I Netflix. wish I wish like HBO got it I was about to say yeah, I'd rather HBO Max HBO hasn't made a bad show ever they don't know how to make a bad show yeah they're keeping like the <sighs> Netflix is concerning Amazon Prime's also concerning I yeah I, you can tell it's like low budget the acting's like kind of funny there was I didn't want to say anything to Emily personally oh, but no, you're totally allowed to in the it. beginning I was like a little bit worried about <laughs> some, of the, <laughs> yeah. some of the actors but then I actually think by the end of the three episodes, they redeem themselves. And I also love bad acting, so it's really not an issue for me personally. Yeah, that's true. You can definitely tell it's like a little low-budge production. Yeah. Amazon Prime and Netflix just make it a little bit cheesier. Mm-hmm. When this could be... I feel like Daisy Jones and the Six, Seven Husbands, could be like really serious, really high-quality either yeah. film, like either movies or short series or yeah. whatever. So it's just a different... I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think Netflix could really, really fuck up Seven Husbands. Seven Husbands has to be like perfect or I will genuinely... It can... I mean, it's like kind of like... It can be a dark book at times. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's perfect for HBO. Yeah. I wish that was... Um, Greta... What's her name? Greta Gerwig. The director of Little Women. Oh, yeah. I wish she was doing it. Isn't it like Greta Thor? Thir- no, that's the environmental <laughs> queen who got Andrew Tate 
arrested. Right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Anyway, this is a little all over the place. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just how it goes. Sorry, guys. We're dragging, like we said. Um, One year we move in. on to advice? Do we have anything else to say? Intro. Um, no. We're behind on Bachelor. Sorry. Oh. We're not going to talk about it. I actually it. don't even know if I'll be continuing. Really? Respectfully. No, I guess... Well, you have your work conference this week. I know. Me, it's really fucking things uh, up. Me and Alina can watch. I was going to tell you guys, feel free to move on. Maybe I'll watch the episode. I feel like missed. I don't need to watch the most recent one because I saw enough clips on TikTok. Yeah. And we'll just get the little like recap at the beginning of the episode anyway. So. But I'll watch the next one. I'll do I'll do it for the pod. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Do it for our I'm listeners. just working God. really hard. Yeah. Really committed to your job. I'm so committed that I have fully caught up on Love Island and the Casa more. Ugh is so incredibly spectacular and i the only person i know watching is thomas yeah so i have only been texting him about it and i wish like i know you guys would get caught up specifically pod listeners you i don't even want you to try (laughs) um alicia (laughs) might get there soon uh and like i'll be i'll forget all of them in a couple months so it's like you have to do it now so we can talk about it now yeah, I've seen one episode, but there's no way I can watch 32 episodes, even in like the span of like two months. I don't even think I could get that done. OK, well, let me explain a scenario that just happened, actually, in the most recent episode. Um, not really a spoiler, but kind of, I guess. So they did the thing where after Casa, like obviously a couple of the guys like fucked around a bit. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but then they did the thing where they kind of were like making up they kind of were making up all the couples. They were like get, working their way back up, mm-hmm. like after like dealing with the fallout, you know, and then they send the three girls that they like fucked around with and the three girls who were with the guys on like a lunch oh. date for the girls from Casa to be able to tell them everything. Oh my God. So they each individually get to tell the girl like everything. Yeah. And then they obviously like, it was kind of weird because the guys did tell them everything. It just their perspective, like they were honest, but their perspectives are so different because Mm -hmm. the girls were like, I felt like it was a really good connection, but the guys are kind of like, they told them everything that physically happened, but they were like, it was purely physical, like not. Well, kind of, I mean like some of them were like, yes, we had a connection, but the girls, they remember details mm-hmm. like the difference is that they remember certain things they said like certain sentences very specific things mm-hmm. they did like touching their hair back like that kind of thing oh my god so they get those details like they heard what happened but then they have to hear that so then it, they came back in and just like reset everything and back into chaos did those three boys so the three boys like brought back three new girls no they didn't they all stayed with their original girl oh my god but they brought the casa girls in no 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 no, no. sorry they both they came back single, mm-hmm. but while they were there, they had fucked around. It happens uh, like every season, right? 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 I, mean? I see. Like what you're they still were like the connection was better with my original girl. Yeah, but they let the new girl stay. No. Oh, they, they just sent them out on a date. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. You already said that. Yeah. No, but sometimes they do. Yeah. They didn't this time. So before they let sent them home, they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, stay for a couple more days. <laughs> you're gonna hilarious. have you're gonna have to spill the tea." But oh, honestly, man. as Love Island continues, the women just proved to be amazing because they're all so like even in that situation mm-hmm. i would fucking hate those bitches like deep yeah. down but they're all so sweet to each other it's crazy i mean yeah i remember that from season eight you always said like there's never any drama between the girls really there's only one girl um olivia actually who's like 
stirs the pot and you can tell as a little I mean I I know that from the first episode I could look at her and be like she's gonna start some shit she's a little like manipulative and she came back with a guy from Casa uh, Trick, mm. I mean spoiler I guess that's really a spoiler she came back with a guy but her mm. guy in the villa also came back with a girl oh, and she was so mad fucking at pissed at him classic and says that he like owes her an apology and stuff it's so funny that's so fucking hilarious I love that so that's where I am right now but she's so hot so I think it's fine she gets a pass she is so hot and so powerful looking but she's acting really immature she's like old too. I was gonna say especially she's like 28 Late 20s yeah or maybe 27 I don't know Damn. But I know you're never going to watch, so I just wanted to tell you. No, that's all good. I'm just, for everyone else, they'll forget. Like Should if they I edit this out? No. No, no, no. Okay. It's all good. Don't be mad at me, guys, if I spoiled. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right, I have an advice. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Hi, Kat and Emily. I love the pod. It's always my first listen on Thursdays. And that says a lot because Emma Chamberlain's podcast comes out on Thursdays, Whoa, too. Take that, Emma. So give yourself some props. I need advice on when bad texting from a best friend becomes a problem. My best friend and I grew up in the same hometown and became best friends in high school. We went to different colleges and have to rely on texting to maintain a friendship. She's the type to say that she likes low maintenance friends who can go months without talking to and pick it up right back where they left off. For me, I have a mix of both. But in my opinion, if you and I are best friends and I have a problem, you should be able to rely on them to help you out in a reasonable time frame. The situation is that I texted her asking for advice about something pretty important in my life. She didn't respond for two weeks. Oh. And when she did, she didn't even respond to the damn questions, just kept apologizing. So I let it sit for two days because I was pissed. And then when I responded saying that the problem's so far gone at this point and updating her about two really huge things that happened in my life since I had last sent that message and she doesn't respond again. At this point, I don't even think we're best friends. Best friends do things together. She never hangs out in the summer. She clearly never texts me back and I'm mad. She uses her excuse of mental breakdowns because of grad school all the time. But when is enough enough? Thanks for reading and thank you for making my Thursday morning so fun. Damn, that's tough. I think like I can understand like not responding for like a couple hours. Yeah, maybe even a day. Yeah. And when someone sends you a paragraph or something of something they're going through and sometimes you want to give it thought. Yeah. And then respond when you're not out and about or mm-hmm. something yeah. so that you can actually help them. Put yeah effort into it. So I think hours is fine. Even the next day, if it's like you see it at night or something, whatever. But it's not cool to not respond at all. And I. Yeah, I don't really think that that sounds like a... I would never I would never do that to one of my friends. Yeah, I mean, it takes 30 seconds to be like, hey, really, really sorry, but like I'm super, super busy right now. I'll give you a call about this later. Or like I can't I can't actually respond until like tomorrow or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Two weeks is insane. <laughs> I and thought she was going to be like two days or something. And I would also... Like I think a real friend would feel so guilty about that that they would... The next thing that she brought up to her, mm-hmm. I feel like she would try to like compensate for yeah. that. And she didn't. She didn't respond again. I like 
I mean, for me, so I don't have, or I have my read receipts on, so I leave a lot of my texts unopened. To, so To remind you to go back to them? Well, not, no, not really. Like I have, for example, 77 unread texts right now. So sometimes I will leave things unread. Like I'll hold them open, preview them. And be like, oh, I'll, like, I'll handle this later. later. But because I don't have the red thing that shows just like one or two unopened messages, sometimes I will forget. No, I think it's fine. But to I don't forget. forget for two weeks. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I think yeah. it's fine if you like if you look at the paragraph. I think this has probably happened to all of us. You look at a message. You're like, I'm going to respond later mm-hmm. when I can like really give this my attention. Mm-hmm. And then you forget. Mm-hmm. And then but then she did it again is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, that's insane. That's like, just like t- poor, poor effort on your friend's part. Yeah. I feel like, and also the low maintenance friend thing can only go so far. Like we all love a friend that you don't need to. Yeah. You can always pick up, but that's not really what that means. It's still like you have to respond to them them. and care about things going on in their life. Not to like pry, but I'm curious (laughs) what the situation was. I know me too. I was wondering that. If it was like, not that it really matters, but just depending on the severity of it. Like yeah, was. if it was just something kind of random, you're saying it might not be as important to her. Yeah. But she's saying it was really important to her. Yeah, That is so, so wild. Like I'm picturing you being like, I just broke up with my boyfriend or something like in college. Like, mm-hmm. if you're like, I don't know what to do. Like he just cheated on me, whatever, like situation. And then I don't respond for two weeks. And then I just I'm like, oh, shit. So sorry. I saw that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, it's so strange. It's a little weird. I think now that actually the way you just said that, like we have one long distance bestie, Mm -hmm. our friend Teresa, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll see her messages and forget to respond and then respond later. But I would never like not respond for weeks. That's what I'm saying. Like it's usually a couple hours or a day at most. That's that's your time like limit on it. Yeah. I'm really worried that friendship's going to fizzle. I think it is. And I think she's saying that. She was just kind of saying... Like when is enough enough? Like how much? I think she needs to just stop putting effort in on her end. Yeah, I think sad, but I know it's hard when it's a long term friend too. It's hard if your time or energy. Yeah, and then if she stops reaching out, then then you know like her efforts not there at all. Yeah, exactly. Sorry about that, Queen. Yeah, I'm gonna read a story. I don't have an advice this week. I hope that's all right with that. That's completely fine. (laughs) Okay. Hi, ladies. Sorry, super long story. This story happened to my twin sister, but she gave me permission to send it in. For background, the story is about me and my sister's ex-best friend who we grew up with and were so incredibly close to from the ages of 5 to 22. We were even next-door neighbors for a period of time. We will call this friend Caitlin. Caitlin started dating this guy in high school who didn't have the best home life. We'll call him James. Caitlin always thought she could fix him and keep him out of trouble. Well, Caitlin and James dated all throughout high school and come their senior year, they were one year older than me. James went to senior week in Ocean City, Maryland, and Caitlin was not allowed to go. One night of senior week, another friend of mine was in Ocean City and called me to tell me that she caught James cheating on Caitlin and asked if I could tell Caitlin since I was at home with her. And I told her she went on a break with James for a week and they got back together, of course. Fast forward to college on Caitlin's 21st birthday. When I was reading this earlier, I was like, whoa, like that's like four year gap. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Fast forward to college on Caitlin's 21st birthday. James cheated on her again and she called me crying. And at this point, I said, maybe it's time to end it. She, of course, did not. He proceeded Mm -hmm. to cheat on her one more time that she knew of in college. 
Fast forward another year or so, Caitlin, my sister, and James, and a few other people were out at our local bar drinking, and James was supposed to be the DD for the night. He, of course, wasn't able to drive, so they Ubered home, and my sister was sleeping on the couch while the two of them were supposed to be sleeping in the bedroom. Caitlin was blacked out and went right up to bed, and James hung around the living room and came onto my sister and kissed her. She immediately pushed him off, like, what the fuck? And my sister, so shaken up by his actions, decided not to tell Caitlin about it right away. She did, however, call me to tell me what happened. Me and my sister got together while Caitlin, with Caitlin to explain what happened that night, and Caitlin left to go talk to James. And as you can probably assume, she did nothing about it, and they didn't break up after he kissed her best friend of over 15 years. We haven't spoken to her since. We had that conversation, and they're now married for over a year. Didn't think it would be so easy to cut off such an awful friend, but it was. Sorry, this is so damn long. Love you guys on the pod. A lot of shitty friends out there. Like, Wait, she cut her off? Yeah, so I guess um, after that, after she was like, your boyfriend tried to kiss me. Mm-hmm. You need to break up with this piece of shit because he's cheated on you multiple times. She, I guess she was just like, no, it's fine. And they just never talked again. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And they're married happily, I'm sure. They've been together for so long. I mean, you might as well. <laughs> no. I no. Know. I know. I just like, that's such a long time. And he definitely cheated on her multiple times that she like doesn't know about. Which is so, so many awful. times. We're just talking about a few that like they know of. That's my, that's always. When you hear about. I when know. you learn about some things, then other things start to come out. I feel like there's always more in the in situations like that. Also, it's one like thing. Like, if you felt comfortable enough to just try to kiss her. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's times where, yeah, like. In public? Sh- cheat on her with a random girl, whatever. Like, so be it. But <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But, like, her best friend in the same house? That's yeah. That's so scary. I thought you were saying it was her sister, the best friend's sister, No. So the girl who wrote the story, it happened to her twin sister. Oh, okay. So it's her twin sister's bestie. Got it. Who's dating this piece of shit. I'm sorry, married to this piece of shit. Um, Uh, Yeah, I think it's like when you know about those things before you get married, you just make the decision, unfortunately, and maybe this isn't a blanket statement for everyone that's been cheated on necessarily, but I think you kind of just make the decision that you're going to be okay with it forever. (laughs) Like, or at least like you're going to forgive it forever. Maybe you're not okay with it, but like you're going to be forgiving of it. Dude. It's kind of what it, the standard that it sets, at least in your marriage. Yeah. I mean, you cheat one time. Okay. It was an accident. You were blackout, whatever. You cheat a second and a third time. You're a, you're a chronic cheater. Yeah. It's <laughs> you're, hard. You're I think- always going to do it. How are you supposed to like trust them to go away on trips without you or even go out for a night without you? I just feel like I'd go fucking crazy. Oh, I would turn into an insane person. I wouldn't be. I would like to think I wouldn't even be with them. But yeah. Yeah. Damn, I mean, sucks. I see how it happens. But it, yeah, because I think like if it happens one time, I could see I could see myself. I mean, not right now where I am in life, but I feel like maybe at a different point in my life, I would be like, OK, forgive, forget. Yeah. Uh, two times. You're out. Yeah. Because then you if you, you forgive after two times, you just get the permission to do it forever. They're like, oh, they'll just forgive me forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, oh, my God. Speaking of James, do you think our listeners know anything about Vanderpump? Oh, some. And I know that some have watched it Yeah, since we've talked about it and said, I've had some people be like, changed my life. It's Thank you for saying one it. One of the, it's probably like my top three, like greatest TV shows of all time. 
Yeah, it's a great reality show. I feel so blessed to be a part of that community. Even though I am behind and there's like multiple seasons I haven't seen, it doesn't matter. I haven't seen the most recent ones either. I think I stopped. I think I've seen up to season five or six maybe. But um, for those who do watch, if you're not hip to the most recent drama, um, Tom Sandoval cheated on um, Ariana with Raquel, Mm -hmm. James's ex-girlfriend. It's After pretty, she hooked up with Tom Schwartz, right? Or is that? Rumor? I don't know if that was confirmed or not, but this was confirmed by all of them, which is crazy because I don't know. When it first came out, I was like, eh, maybe. But then, like, I was like, I don't know who this is coming from, this right. information. But then they all confirmed it, which is just nuts. And they're all dragging each other on social media. It is an, a beautiful thing to witness unfolding. Yeah, that's one thing about the Vanderpump cast is they, they, they give us what we need. They have no shame. Yeah. They don't even care, and I I absolutely love it. But um, when this news was first broken to me, we were in New York, and Kat comes barging into my room and goes, Raquel, or she goes, Ariana cheated on Tom Sandoval with Raquel. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then, yeah, and then she... I accidentally herself. said Ariana cheated on Tom instead of Tom cheated on Ariana, which would make sense because I think Ariana's like out as bisexual. That's what I was saying. Like I, I like had so it was like completely uh, yeah plausible, plausible. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it's even big news right now for people who haven't watched the show because I've seen pe- like TikTok series about it, mm-hmm. and people are just interested in the drama who haven't even seen I it. I mean, it's crazy because to explain, they've been together for Tom and Ariana, the couple who we're talking about, have oh been together God. for how long? Probably like ten years. Ten years is what I was thinking. Yeah, like around ten years, and live together, have a house together, like have a great life together. I mean, to us, who knows? <laughs> but um, and Raquel is someone else on the show in their friend group like used to date one of the other guys named James. Was engaged to James. Yeah, was engaged to James. And and she was always so, I mean, she obviously came across Peace and Love really stupid. Yeah, respectfully. Um, but she's always aloof. so sweet, so nice. Like I always just felt bad for her because she was getting taken advantage of by James. But now like everyone fucking hates her guts. I always felt bad for her too because it was all so clear even on tv yeah she was just being treated like shit by a piece of shit guy Mm -hmm. and i can confidently say that about james um (laughs) and she was really young too Mm -hmm. so it was like hard to watch a little bit and she also wanted to be accepted by this group yeah so badly and she was after a while like she was a part of it Mm -hmm. which is it's just crazy now because she she's fucking it all up I saw photos of Sheena, Kristen, and Katie, like, going to Ariana's, like, going to, like, support her and just, like, be with her. And I thought it was so interesting because I know Sheena and Raquel are very close. And it's so interesting just to think about how, like, now Kristen is besties with Ariana and, like, helping her. It's so confusing because they all, like, it always switches who they're besties with at the time. Yeah. Like, Sheena has been besties with everyone at some point. I know. So I didn't even know that they were besties right now. Yeah. Well, they she's, like, all over Raquel's Instagram. Okay. Um, yeah, also I saw doesn't mean Kristen anything. comment on... There was a, a video of someone painting over Tom Sandoval on their... I think it's a cocktail book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, like, really delicately painted over so it looks like it's just hers she's not even there yeah yeah and Kristen commented and said just sent this to ariana <laughs> and like that. of course Kristen's getting involved yeah obviously publicly. she, she wants to stay attention relevant 
Yeah. Anyway. But I feel awful for Ariana and I hope she's okay. It seems like she has a lot of people supporting her, which is good. I know. I'm like generally upset because they were, I mean, they did have their issues like any couple does, but they were, they did feel more real and like, yeah, I don't know. Cause I know Jax and Brittany are still together, but Jax was a piece of shit in the beginning. Um, and I still don't trust him. Yeah, they like really respect it. They respected each other. It felt yeah, like, and they were the only other like long-standing. They are the only other long-standing couple. Yeah, because Tom Schwartz would cheat on Katie, and they recently got divorced a couple months ago. Yeah, and Tom, Sa- yeah, they've had issues, but they were always like each other's person. I don't know. It it's such a messy show, guys. I can't even begin to explain. You have to go watch. That is the only thing I've ever asked of you guys. I have asked way more. Not. I asked them to watch Love Island. No, we, we ask a lot. But I asked them to watch The Bachelor. It is undeniably Daisy good. Jones and the Six. Yeah. When Kat first told me about Vanderpump Rules, I thought it was like a like a chef like game show. <laughs> I mean, the name is throwing me off because Thomas had been telling me to watch it for years and I couldn't. Yeah. Because I was like, it just doesn't sound like something I'd like. But I it's didn't actually exactly what I like. I didn't start watching until Kat and I lived together and I it was just on in her room one day and I was and like, Emma Whoa. has been telling me to watch it for a year. Yeah. I never did. Oh, it's so good. I think it's on Peacock for those wondering. So which oh. sucks, but Yeah, I didn't know that. Um all right. I guess I will read a story now. This is a tragic story from the beginning of my junior year of high school and I am now a fifth year about to graduate college in May. So it's been a while, but every time I tell anyone this story, their jaws drop. I'm hoping your jaws unhinge as well. (laughs) So I had my first serious boyfriend when I was a freshman and he was a junior. We dated for two years, way longer than we should have. And he was my first everything. We had our problems and I realized I really didn't like him at all anymore. So I broke up, broke up with him some random Friday when the words literally vomited out of my mouth. A couple weeks after, I started seeing my current boyfriend, who I was best friends with since eighth grade. This was also about the time when I started drinking with my girlfriends and feeling like I had some of my freedom back. Flash forward to one night when I was at dance, and I got a call from my older brother, and he told me, Mom knows everything. At this point, I have no idea what everything means, and as Emily says, my stomach fell through my asshole. (laughs) He then tells me that... My ex called my mom and told her that I had gotten drunk the weekend before with my friends. I had kissed my current boyfriend and that I had sex with him and took his virginity. Like she she said, him being my ex. This was all news to my mom because we didn't really talk about this kind of stuff yet. But to put it in, to put it lightly, I was raging. I ended up preparing everything I was going to say to my mom on my ride back and never talk to that fucker again. So yeah, I'm very thankful for my brother's warning, but I will always have a nasty taste in my mouth for my ex who literally exposed everything I'd ever been secretive about. I hope you guys hate this story as much as I do. Thanks for always making me laugh on the pod. Whoa. Okay, wait a second. Was she in college or high school? High school. Holy shit. I'm just saying like, it's like not that, it's not that crazy of a story. I was just thinking about I cannot imagine if someone in high school, like one of my exes or something in high school, called, called my mom my mother. and told her everything that we did, everything that I yeah. did, like drinking with my friends. Like that is just fucking crazy. Oh my God. Also, that's- like, why do you want to call someone's mom and be like, I had sex with your daughter? Ew. Yeah. That's so weird. That's really weird. That's like, like gross. Yeah. Like they're like 15. Give it a break. So she was a freshman and started dating a junior. Yeah. Which is the first red flag. Yeah. I heard that. And I was like, mm. yeah. I'm so surprised she was the one to bring it off because usually in those situations, like you're stuck. I know. Yeah, that's true. So props to her for that. I and also, she said they were together for two years. So yeah, he was out of college Yeah, or out of high school at that point. 
I'm like, when you, I it's thought, just fucked up. It is so, 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 so messed up. Ew, I'm like picturing my ex doing that. It's disgusting. It's foul. I would like literally want to punch him. Yeah, it's like, a, it's one of those things. I see what she means. She's just like, it's like enraging. I'm like, a, yeah, a physical reaction to that. Oh my God. And your brother calling you and then you're like, uh, and then having to prepare. I remember when we got like caught smoking weed and like my mom knew and I was like uh, having to like prepare like what I was going to say. Yeah. The worst is preparing for. And so, yeah, you know, you're about to, you know, you're going to get in trouble. Whooped. Yeah. Oh my God. That's such a terrible. I was wondering what her mom's reaction was because I do think from a parent's perspective, it's like, damn, that all sucks. But it's also, I feel like as a mom, you have to know how shitty that is to have your ex, like have someone expose you like that. Yeah. It's almost like a, yeah, I'm mad. You shouldn't be doing these things. But also, this sucks for you. I just feel like not not that I have any motherly experience other than being a mom to cats. But like, I would just feel like, why the fuck are you calling me? That's what I mean. I, I feel like I would be defensive over my daughter. Yeah, for sure. I kind of wanted to know. That's what I was thinking. Like, I mean, maybe she still got in trouble. for like. But the, I would hope that on the phone she yeah. was like, fuck you like yeah. this is not your business to like, tell I'm literally blocking you she yeah. probably was upset about i mean like the drinking like <laughs> yeah the drinking stuff. yeah i get that she's she was young but my mom still. would have been so pissed about that but yeah it's fine i don't think we ever got caught drinking in high school which was like really impressive i mean i feel like it was known but nobody could find any hard evidence <laughs> i seriously think my mom had no idea my not until like late junior year maybe because we started drinking sophomore year so sophomore year totally under their nose my mom had um a bottle of i think it was like hornitos tequila Mm -hmm. and i remember i would like gradually steal it sophomore year and one day she like sent me a photo and she was like why is this so low and i literally was responded and i was like no clue you must have and that was that a lot of it she like never brought it up again so obviously but that's what i mean i think there's things like that like my parents my mom would ask questions and I would just say something like that and then what can they do maybe this is just me being like narcissistic but I genuinely think they believed me (laughs) when I was like telling them what I was doing I I genuinely think they believed me I've seen you go into acting mode for that kind of shit yeah and you're pretty good in the moment when I need when I need to lie I can like if it's like life or death and in high school it is life or death when you're trying to go out and drink with your friends I can get it done. But if it's like something stupid, I can't. No. You're and especially so funny. to like you or like Kyle, like our close friends, like I really cannot lie. There was something you lied about recently that I was dying at, but or not like you Yeah. When you may try to make a joke and yeah. you make something up and I'm like, <laughs> Emily, shut the fuck up. Lately I like can't yeah, I can't even like get the words out without laughing. Oh Well, I I appreciate it. So that I can, you can never lie to me. Yeah, obviously. Or I'm maybe I'm just telling you guys that. Mm. Setting you guys up for like a big lie one day. That's why Kevin could never tell you about like when he's proposing. See, but that's what I'm saying. That's life or death though. I could get through that. Oh, so you're saying like more serious things. Like if it's like, yeah, like something as serious as that, I can handle that. Okay. I wouldn't want to know until like a couple days before. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> just in case. Uh, your I, turn, Queen. I tell my last one. Probably. Yeah. Let's just do one more. All right. 
Hey girls, random but funny story here. When I was in college, I had a long distance boyfriend from my hometown who would visit me like every other weekend. I lived in an apartment complex off campus on the third floor and you had to use a key fob to get into the building and then a key to get into the apartment. One night as my other roommates were out, my boyfriend and I were in the living room area watching a movie. The door was unlocked, which wasn't unusual since we were home and awake. Next thing you know, a guy our age comes barging into the door and sits next to us on the couch. Both of us are a little shocked and just look at each other and he goes, what are we watching? I thought maybe he was a friend of one of my roommates, but none of them were home. He seemed pretty friendly, but quickly got annoying. I asked him who he knew in the apartment. He couldn't even give me a name. He was so obviously drunk, so I thought maybe he just went into the wrong room. I tried asking him what address slash room he was trying to get to, and he was just giving stupid, silly, drunk answers and avoiding questions. Eventually, I got super annoyed and kicked him out until my roommates what happened and locked the door. The next morning, I wake up to an email from our landlord demanding information about, quote unquote, the hallway incident on the third floor, or they will be charging every unit on the floor for cleanup fees. I immediately knew it had something to do with this guy. I opened my apartment door and the entire fucking hallway floor to ceiling is covered in a thick white dust. You can't even see 10 feet in front of you. It was like we were in a cloud. Turns out after I kicked this guy out, he walked into a bunch of other apartments harassing other people and then eventually took the fire extinguisher out of the hallway and blasted the entire building floor and stairwell. I told my landlord everything I knew, a description of what he looks like, and turns out he didn't live in the building, so someone just held the door for him and let him in. No one got charged for cleanup fees, which is the happy ending, but girls with peace and love locker doors because that could have been a lot worse. (laughs) I have a couple things to say. (laughs) I love how she's like... I was getting kind of annoyed. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. It sounded like he was there for like 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Just like the way out. she was writing, she was like, I was getting like quickly annoyed. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you should be annoyed from the second he comes in. And annoying is like a funny word. I guess in college, it's more like, uh, yeah, like it is what it is. Yeah. You don't think about it as like a scary thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a, Oh, so annoying. Get out of but like literally someone just intruded your apartment. Um, the other thing I was gonna say is you can't just charge everyone a cleaning fee for something that happens in the hallway. No, so I would weird. be like, Are you fucking kidding? It's literally so weird. But I mean it worked out. Um, that happened to us one time in college. We had a random girl we were back from happy hour Friday night and we had a random girl barge into our apartment. And by random girl I knew who she was. Mm. but like didn't really talk to her in college. Like I friends of friends of friends yeah. um, came into our apartment, blackout drunk. And there was like 10 of us. We're having a Mario Kart tournament. I can picture the night perfectly mm-hmm. comes in drunk as fuck and just stares at us. Oh, that's horrible. Like, it was really, really, really weird. And I, um, because I knew of her, I was like asking her, I'd be like, Hey, uh, Sarah, are, are you okay? Like, yeah. And she literally just walked right back out. Like it was honestly really, really creepy, especially because she hated, another one of the girls I was with that was in yeah. the apartment. Yeah. Do you know? Do you I know, know who you're situation? Yeah. yeah. So that was super weird, but she actually did live right above or below us. I can't remember. So she obviously just like walked into the wrong apartment, but it yeah. was like kind of creepy. To be fair, that apartment building was so fucking confusing. Well, yeah, you got lost all the time. But in my defense, <laughs> there was multiple floors that were both the same number it yeah was weird it was not just numerical it was like the numbers were really confusing there was two floor twos yeah like that's so fucked up i don't think that's like the case but i'll let you have this oh you don't think so no well it was like our. there is something really confusing about it though it would be like the room numbers were like five one four three and if you lived on the fourth floor it'd be like four one four three 
So like the fifth floor would be five one four three, fourth floor four one four three. I understand that was the whole bu- that that was. I think that was it. But like when you're drunk, like that's confusing if you don't live there. Hmm. You okay? So basically, one night we were blackout drunk. I think Kat, I said this on here. We. I maybe yeah you fully walked into the wrong apartment used their bathroom looked around and you were like oh these are not yeah she had a bunch of pictures of her and her friends in the bathroom <laughs> and, you were like, and I was peeing and fuck? I was like I don't know any of these girls <laughs> uh, and I just walked back out it happens but no one was home yeah but the like, door so was unlocked I could have just made myself at home <laughs> literally I had um someone else sent a story that I'll read on the patreon but she told us a really fucking scary thing that's happening currently she woke up to someone like banging on her door oh my god and she's like in i think she's in grad school she said in a city where she doesn't really know anyone mm. and they had the keyhole or yeah it's just called the the, the thumb, thumb hole. sorry the thing you look through the keyhole yeah the keyhole you questioning it is making me people the, the people yeah mm, <laughs> is that right that sounds so wrong I have no idea you guys know what I mean. It's the definitely lo- people. Yeah, it's oh people, God. not people. keyhole. <laughs> okay. The thing you looked through was pitch black. Like they were covering it while That's banging. That's so scary. I hate that So shit. scary. And then started fucking with the doorknob. Oh my God. Like trying to oh get in. God. So she oh called the cops and the cops were like, well, we're in like a shift change right now. So it's going to be a while. <laughs> what? And then they hung up on her. Oh my God. And she's like currently going through it. So she ordered a bunch of like lock stuff on Amazon because it happened twice. Yeah. I hate that. I, I couldn't even stay there. Probably. No, I'd have to like leave for a little while. Yeah. I would lock not only obviously your apartment door, but I would go to sleep and lock my bedroom door as well. I always got scared about that because my I was always scared that I couldn't get out in a fire if I did that. I don't know why. You were worried you wouldn't be able to like turn the lock. Mm-hmm. Right. I think. My dad told me that at some point. Interesting. And it just cemented into my brain. But you should also be sleeping with your doors closed in case of fire. Oh. Did you know that? I thought, I guess that makes way more sense. Yeah. If you keep your door open, like obviously those flames will just waltz right in. But if you keep your door closed, you at least get an extra couple minutes that could save your life. Do you sleep with your door closed? We can't because of the coat rack thing that we have. Oh, yeah. Um... And Nyla goes in and out of yeah, our room. Yeah, I was going to say I can't because of cheddar. But Kyle said he recently saw this TikTok where people are have started cutting the bottom corners off of their doors. Which yeah. I'm like, that's genius. For cats, so, you mean? For cats, yes. Yeah, so they can walk in and out. And we're totally going to do that. And in, in your house? You oh, rent. not while we're renting. Oh. No, but like in the future. Yeah. No, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I've also seen people do it with hinges. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, what's the point of that? Yeah. I guess if you really need to close it, close it. But... Yeah, I'm just going to cut a little chunk off. Yeah. So. Perfect. But fuck, I guess if we get a dog, whatever, tabling. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's tough. If you get a tiny, crusty dog, then they can fit there. That's true. Um, I think that's all the stories we're going to do. Oh, okay. Is that okay? Yeah, well, that's actually my last one for this episode. <laughs> okay, perfect. So. We're going to do a bonus, episodes with, a bonus episode with some more stories on the Patreon if you guys are interested. And also for... One year, I think what we're going to do on the Patreon is uh, make a cake and decorate it. Sounds so fun. For a video. Um, so that will be probably at my house. Do you want to like throw like a like a party? We could throw a party. Or like a pregame and go out and just like everyone, like we're all drinking because of our one year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Should we 
We could post in the Facebook group where we're going. <gasps> Whoa. We could dox our, ourselves. That could be fun. Also scary. No, I think it's fun because there's only... There's not that many people in the group or yeah. that many people in Baltimore. So I feel like it couldn't be like a yeah, that's true. crazy amount. Oh my God, would die for that. We could, we could possibly do that. We'll see. But anyway, yeah, well, we're going to make a cake. I think that sounds, sounds so fun to me. I like don't bake. So it's going to be hilarious. I don't bake. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, I think it'll be fun. No, I think we should just do a, like a box mix. Yeah, that's easy, but I just feel like I still fuck it up. You know what we should do? We should try to do like one of those really cute cakes that everyone's doing. And we can even layer and then ice over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, but that's fine. It sounds amazing. You're not on like cake talk? I don't think I am. I, I'm on food talk, but not cake talk. Have you seen like when really pretty girls all have a picnic together and they wear like really pretty dresses and they have a really pretty cake? No, but I would like to be there. Me too. That's why it's my whole for you page. Oh, that sounds so. And funny. they always have like candles and flowers and stuff. That's just something we will never do. I know. Like it's so sad. Like that's just, we just won't ever do it. Like you guys know what I'm talking about. Like aesthetic friend groups, and they do a really fun, cute dinner party or something. We've never done that. And we never will. Is the sad part. I'd like to think in the future we could maybe. I just can't see it is the only thing I know. And also when you think about it, like I can't really even see myself there. (laughs) Like it doesn't really make sense for me. I could see us doing it, but it would be like way less put together. Like we wouldn't have like cute decorations. The house that does like the themed parties for each season. Have you seen those? Their group of friends will have like a fall party, a spring party, a summer, winter, and like all the decorations. (sighs) People are are so fucking creative. I know. We're not. We're just busy, you know? That's true. We're just always so busy. We're so busy. Okay. Love you guys. Happy <laughs> one year of being here. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening after one whole year. We love you all, each and every one of you so dearly. You guys make it worth it. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>